Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. Tune up in the final score. Royals drop the opener. Let me give you the phone number right out of the gate. 913-586-7610. Slight echo coming through here at Kauffman Stadium as we prepare to take your phone calls following game one of this 162 game march through the summer here in Kansas City. Again, 913-586-7610. Obviously, we can talk about the game. We we can go over the nine innings of baseball we all just watched or listened to, but I also want to hear the stories about the experience at the ball game because you and I we we have 161 more opportunities to dissect the X's and O's and you know just as well as I do opening day is you're not in your routine yet and it's certainly not reflective of what the rest of the season is ultimately going to present Royals fans everywhere now as I say that there were quite a few things that happened this afternoon that looked very familiar Quite a few moments in this 2-0 loss that looked like uh, 2022. But it's one game. I want to know your experience. I want to know about these new rules, the elimination of the shift, the implementation of the pitch clock, uh, the return of the powder blues, new food at the stadium. I want to hear about your day, your opening day at Kauffman Stadium. 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Royals 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. Um, you know, Zach Granke goes 5 and a third, gives up two runs on six hit, punches out four, uh, walks only one. Uh, personally, when I look at the you know key moments of the game, you had everyone offensively. You had everyone you could possibly want on this team up in a big spot outside of Salvador Perez. Um, uh, Right there. There's something that you and I have talked about, have observed pretty frequently over the past few seasons. I've said it so many times, and I uh, don't believe I'll have to say it as much this season, but that is, of course, if Salvi doesn't do the damage, damage isn't going to be done. Because Bobby had his opportunity with the man in scoring position in two outs in the third and went down swinging at a sweep and slider outside of the zone against Pablo Lopez. Vinny Pasquantino had an opportunity with two on and nobody out in a scoreless game in the fourth inning, and he strikes out swinging at a changeup. 
the big bat acquisition of Franmil Reyes with two on and one out in that same fourth inning. He goes down swinging at a sweep and slider. Even MJ Melendez had a big opportunity. Bases loaded, only one out. He's ahead in the count 3-0, as you heard Matt Cotrero tell me moments ago. Uh, MJ did not have the green light, so despite that 3-0 offering being center cut, uh, you better listen to the skipper and spit on that bad boy. Uh, unfortunately, two pitches later, he grounds into an inning-ending double play. He would do something similar in the eighth inning. So Bobby, MJ, Vinny, Michael Massey, unable to come through with the big hit. And as you and I have discussed all offseason long, in my as I've believed all offseason long, this team needs to be paced by their big four hitters with Michael Massey, Franmil Reyes waiting to break through into that core. Bobby, MJ, Salvi, and Vinny must lead the way for this team because Zach Greinke did his job. Zach Greinke giving you five and a third. Let me put it this way. Most of these Royal starting pitchers, if they can give you five to six innings of two-run baseball, that, that needs to be a win. You get two hits. I'm not going to sit here and, and overanalyze Amir Garrett or Dylan Coleman's afternoon. Although did look rather familiar. The chalk him up for one walk, Dylan Coleman, Amir Garrett, we, we saw that quite a bit last season. So, sure, there are things to be concerned about, trends that we've seen develop over the past few seasons that uh, showed their ugly face once again today. Uh, but again, it, it, it's one game. We get to see Jordan Lyles. I know we're all excited about that coming up on Saturday. Brad Keller makes his debut on Sunday, and then Brady Singer toes the Kauffman Stadium slab Monday evening in the first of three against the Toronto Blue Jays. So phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Let's go to John, who's leaving Kauffman Stadium. John, lead us off. Go ahead. Uh, Vern, I don't understand MJ Melendez. We lose John? Uh, not running that, not, yes. You hear me? All right. Phone line open for you then. 913 Oh, we got John. John, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't understand MJ Melendez not him. running through that play. There we go. There we go. Can you hear me now? I got you, John. I got my echo back, okay, and a, I got you. I'm in a, I'm in a car. I, I, I just don't understand MJ Melendez not running that ball out uh, on that throw home to the plate from where I'm sitting, which is pretty close to it. Why didn't he run that out? Thanks for the phone call, John. As uh, Matt Cotrero laid out earlier, uh, yeah, he, he, you know what? I'm not going to give you what Matt Cotrero said. You want my opinion of why he, uh, he, he was pretty tight today. I looked like quite a few of those guys that were standing on that first base foul line, taking part in their first opening day, their first big league opening day. I think they were gripping the bat pretty tight today. Right, MJ boots one, a routine play in shallow right field, makes an error in the second inning, um, you know, punches out looking in the first inning. Uh, yeah, I think that was uh, thinking way too much. Um, that to me looked like a, uh, I know he's not a rookie, but that looked like a guy that um, was trying to, to, trying to do too much and had the... Um, had the pressure, the big situation, the big crowd, 
A lot like we've seen over the past few years where early on in the season, uh, these guys want it so much. They grip that bat a little bit too tight. They think a little bit too much. A rough day for MJ Melendez. Nice day for Kyle Isbell. Uh, Looks like he's going to be just fine in that Kauffman Stadium center field. He also uh, reaches, he's the first Royal to reach base as he draws that third inning walk. And he's the only Royal to have an extra base hit today as he laces a one-out double to right center field in the fifth inning. So a nice day for Kyle Isbell. Quick shout-out, Jose Quas, three up, three down. A trio of strikeouts for the um, right-handed reliever. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. Royals lose two to nothing. Off day tomorrow, game two of this three-game set with the Twins gets going Saturday afternoon, 310 for the first pitch. Again, 913-586-7610. Let's go to Kara leaving the stadium. Kara, go ahead. Hey, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I love the pitch clock. I think it really made a lot of difference. With You didn't have to watch a lot of fluff during the game. That doesn't mean anything. Nice to hear, Kara. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. Um, honestly, and I've said this before, uh, when – I'm at the game. I, I don't really notice the pitch clock. It just seems like everyone has a nice tempo, and it's a it's a good uh, baseball game. It's an entertaining contest. The only the only time I really ever notice it is when I'm uh, leaving the ballpark, or when you get up to go to the bathroom, or go get a drink, or go get a bite. You you realize you're missing more baseball than you're accustomed to. Kara, glad that uh, you enjoyed it. I, I want to hear about the experience. Your return to the K powder blues look nice on most of the guys and where some of some of them were uh man you might want to you know that 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 pant size is maybe one two too large looking a little baggy some of them look like they were wearing pajama pants but most of them uh just a home run top to bottom let's go to charlie who's leaving kaufman stadium charlie you're up next what you think man ha huh, i just think we can't be allowing uh we we can't be allowing them to get too many hits, and we're we're getting only like two or three hits in one game. That that's unacceptable to try and win a game, especially. Uh, I get they're getting their jitters out first game of. They got the big crowd, but come on, we gotta hit we gotta hit the ball more. I agree. Yeah, you're you're not gonna win with only two hits, Charlie. Um, but look, I'm I'm not gonna put this on Royals pitching. You gave up two runs. The Royals need to be in a position where they can win a game where they only allow two runs. Yeah. Look, if if Amir Garrett and Dylan Coleman, if this turns into a 2023 trend, if it's an extension of what we saw last year, okay, we can start uh, going in on those two relievers. Uh, but the Royals pitching staff uh, did enough to win today. Uh, the offense, as you uh, astutely point out, Charlie, uh, did not. Had a grand total of what, eight base runners, two hits, one hit batsman, and five walks. 913-586-7610. Let's go to Joe out in Mission. You're next up on the postgame show as the Royals drop opening day. Hey, Joe, go ahead, brother. I think we lost Joe. Yeah, let's stay in mission, though. Let's talk with Will. You're next up on 610 Sports Radio following a 2-0 loss. Will, go ahead. 
Hey, Vern. First time, long time. Nice. I just want to say, uh, I'm leaving the stadium right now, and I'm not really too concerned. Uh, we faced a really good starter, two really good relievers from the Twins. Um, but I do want to comment. I mean, the energy from the stadium it was a little different than I've seen in a long time. I go to a lot of games each year, and I've seen a lot of losing baseball. But the energy that I saw from the stadium was was a little different than I've seen in a while. And I uh, would just love to hear your thoughts on that. Thanks, Fern. I'm going to hang up and listen up. Thanks. Will, I, I think the energy throughout Royals Nation or whatever we're calling it throughout the city – I think the energy's been different all offseason. Even the 38,351 that turned up today, the Royals' first sellout at Kauffman Stadium since August 11th of 2018. Is that shocking to anybody else? The first sellout since 2018? I think the energy was different today, no doubt. But the energy's been different since the season concluded six months ago, seven months ago. And in my opinion, it's because the Kansas City that I met for the first time back in 2010 when I got here, that Kansas City had an identity crisis. The Kansas City of 2023 views itself correctly as champions, holds themselves to a higher standard. Thanks to what Gordo and Salvi and Ned Yost did. Thanks to what Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid are doing. Because of what Sporting Kansas City has done. Because of what the college basketball teams have done and the college because of what the college basketball teams have done. So now, in my opinion, Royals fans are very much wait and see right now. Oh, yeah, we got discretionary money. We got entertainment dollars to spend, but you now have to earn it. You know, you're now working for us rather than us repping the Kansas City blue coast to coast, letting everyone know, oh, what a treasure Kansas City is. The world's learning. What a treasure Kansas City is. So now the onus is on these professional teams, on these, any real sort of entertainment uh, entity, all vying for your dollar. It's now on you to convince me to give you my money. And I get it. It's why I've deemed or my my theme for 2023 is uh, the campfire. Because a campfire sounds like a really good time. It normally is. It's a great way to get outside. But if that fire never gets lit, uh, we're leaving. Because then you're just outside in the dark and probably cold. So, yeah, you're going to leave. Now, we know this team has uh, the embers. We, We can see some smoldering happening right now with this campfire. And it looks like it's going to be big. It looks like it's going to be a fun summer, right? You brought in all these new coaches, and you've heard, oh, man, these are the, guys, these are the fire starters. These are the guys that are going to uh, help this smoldering campfire turn into an inferno. But I don't care how great the coaches are. The only way you're going to take the embers of Bobby and Salvi and Singer 
of Vinny Pasquantino and MJ Melendez and turn it into a true, enjoyable campfire? As if you have the kindling around them and a spark from somewhere. Uh, Who's providing that spark? Did you surround Bobby and Singer, Salvi, Pasquantino, and MJ, did you surround them with enough talent to keep this campfire going throughout summer and make this an enjoyable experience for Kansas City? Yeah, that, that different feeling, that different energy, I think it's everybody arriving to this campfire going, okay, get her started. I got other things I could do, other places I could be, other uh, options to spend my money. Get this fire going, because I've heard it all before. That's where Kansas City is. It's a city of champions, and we expect nothing less. I love it. You should hold your professional teams to a, a high standard. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Royals drop game one by a final score of two to nothing. All the offense, all the scoring happening in the top of the sixth inning as Zach Greinke comes out in that sixth inning. I was curious they didn't have anybody up. I know he was at only 71 pitches, but he's about to face Byron Buxton for the third time. Grinky comes out, faces Buxton, gives up a leadoff triple. Buxton comes around to score three pitches later. Three batters after that, Donovan Solano plates run number two, and that's all Rocco Baldelli's ball club needed, and the Twins take the opener. Let's go back to the phone calls, 913-586-7610. Let's go to Greg, who's leaving Kauffman Stadium. Greg, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Vern, long time, big time fan. Want to say thank you to everything you do and your support for the team. It's 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 easy when they win. It's hard when they're going through struggles and they have a, a young team. Uh, I thought the energy was good at the stadium. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a great turnout. Uh, you described Melendez as being tight. I felt like the whole team as an offense was tight. Uh, my question for you is um, around the new rules and how you think they could affect the Royals specifically and the team that they have. And I'll sure. listen off the air. And, again, thank you for what you do. No, oh, it's my pleasure. I'm happy to do it. That's right. Nice. Nice nice uh, dismount there. Greg, thanks for the phone call. Um, well, the elimination of the shift obviously uh, will help left-handed hitters like uh, Melendez and Vinny Pasquantino, Michael Massey and Kyle Isbell, although the main focus this offseason of Kyle Isbell and Michael Massey is to keep the bat in the zone longer, become a better all-fields hitter. Can't be pulling everything to the right side, even with the elimination of the shift. But honestly, I think the shift or the elimination of the shift, for as much as it benefits guys like Vinny and MJ – Maybe not as much as it benefits them, but the the detriment that it becomes to a guy like Zach Greinke, to a guy like Jordan Lyles, a ground ball pitcher, um, uh, a, a using your ego against you pitcher like Zach Greinke. I think it, I think it hurts them. Helps the hitters more than it hurts the pitchers, but I, I don't think it's just a, a clear win for the Royals eliminating the shift. 
I think bigger bases just bring the rest of Major League Baseball closer to where the Royals have been, which is top 10 in Major League Baseball when it comes to stolen bases pretty consistently over the past decade and a half. I think it just makes it easier for teams that aren't loaded with speed like uh, Bobby and MJ, Isbell, Nate Eaton, other guys that can uh, rip the occasional bag. And then the pitch clock... um, I think I think that, in my opinion, will, will benefit the Royals more so than any of these other uh, new implementations into the game. And the reason is uh, the guy that we're going to watch uh, more than likely coming up on Tuesday against Toronto and Chris Bubich, the guy that we're going to watch coming up on Sunday against the Twins and Brad Keller, the guy that hopefully we're watching coming up in May when Daniel Lynch returns, hopefully, knock on wood, when Daniel Lynch returns from injury, I think the pitch clock helps them not get in their own head. You don't have time to pace around the mound and overthink what next pitch should I throw or regret the pitch that you threw previous. It forces you to get back up on that launching pad and unleash the best pitch you have. Don't overthink it. And I think this Royals pitching staff has a lot of thinkers, smart young men. And sometimes, as I think we've all heard or all learned through our own experiences, uh, thinking too much in sports just doesn't work out. need to react. Trust your instincts. And I think the pitch clock will force these young Royals pitchers to do just that. Thanks for the phone call. 913-586-7610. Royals lose Two to nothing. To finish up my uh, game notes, other things that stood out to me. Uh, I mentioned MJ Melendez and the nerves. Um, that's understandable, right? We we all can. Uh, listen, I, I I understand. It's been a while since the Royals have um, been competitive. So if you're not in the mood to give guys a pass for anything, uh, that's fine. I, I'm not even going to say that you're wrong. But personally, I can understand your first ever opening day. I mean, MJ Melendez didn't even go to like a Marlins opening day growing up. Vinny Pasquantino watched, you know, an Orioles opening day, but hasn't been there in person. Uh, Michael Massey, I'm sure he went to a Cubs or a White Sox opening day, but this was his first opening day at the big league level. I can understand Uh, wanting to be the hero and at the same time not wanting to be the GOAT, just wanting to help your team get a win and you try to do a little bit too much. Now, if if, if we're we're, we're next Thursday and, you know, any one of those names I just mentioned has one hit and is obviously in their own head, okay, we, we, we can have a discussion about that. But right now, I'm willing to go, uh, I'm willing to give him a pass. I'm willing to say, MJ, I, I know you're better than that. I know you're better than a booted ball in the outfield and a pair of double plays and a strikeout looking. I still think MJ Melendez is going to hit more than 25 home runs. I'm willing to give him a pass. I still believe Vinny Pasquantino is going to hit better than 300. You're not going to see him swinging through a changeup out of the zone like he did in the fourth very often. And Michael Massey is a big leaguer. I think you're going to fall in love with this guy over the course of these 162, but a pair of punch-outs, I don't think you're going to see that very often. So I'm willing to give him a pass, I think, all three of them. Um, With the day off, 
with a a clubhouse surrounded by supports and peers that can not only boost them up but hold them accountable when they need to be held accountable. I would expect to see a um, much better offensive performance coming up Saturday afternoon when Jordan Lyle squares off with Sonny Gray. Again, that's a 3-10 first pitch, and of course you know we'll have the game right here on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio. Let's go right back to the calls, and Kelsey leaving the stadium. Kelsey, thank you very much for the phone call. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks for taking our call. Uh, we've been going to Kaufman for a long time, but I think they just need to clean up a few things. Parking was a mess there were escalators down um the sound system we could barely hear anything uh couldn't hear starting lineups uh couldn't hear the music so yeah i just needed where were you sitting kelsey we were in section 413 today and what was up with the parking because i've heard plenty about the chiefs parking i really haven't heard much about uh, royals uh, or at least complaints about the royals parking yeah just getting in and out uh we've been sitting here for probably 45 minutes now so Mm -hmm. Yeah, just yeah, cleaning it yeah. up, trying to get it sped up a little bit. I got you. Kelsey, I appreciate the phone call. I, I, I will point out this is the first sellout since August of 2018. Um, so I wonder how much of it is, is just a reflection of, shoot, I don't remember the parking lot ever being this full. I mean, I can understand why. It's been five years since this many people showed up to Kauffman Stadium. Um, Keep in mind, though, when they start winning consistently, let's hope this place is packed on a nightly basis. I think we all could uh, withstand long lines exiting Kauffman Stadium if it means uh, wins, if it means a competitive July, August, and September. But I appreciate it, Kelsey. That's what I want to know. I want to know about the game day experience. I want to know, hey, did did you try any of those new food options that Carrington and Jay Binkley were talking about yesterday on the drive? Were you like Cody Tapp and you had to go out and, 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 and nab one of those powder blue jerseys? I saw Tapp was wearing a George Brett, which is just always the right choice. How about that moment with Frank White, too? Way to go, Kansas City. By the way, quick shout out to all 38,351 that turned out today. Uh, Way to go with the ovation for the legends. All of the former Royals that came back before first pitch. uh, Way to show the appreciation. I'm not surprised by it. That's what makes, that's one of the many things that makes Kansas City great. Uh, Your reverence for those that have laid the groundwork for the the baseball or the football or the basketball that we're watching today Uh, but bravo on that i enjoyed that let's go to adam leaving kaufman stadium adam what'd you think of that two nothing loss to the twins uh not great but you know what it's incredibly uh incredibly frustrating to have the guys you think you're going to count on all year to be up and not one of them deliver yeah but I think it's also super encouraging that almost all of those guys had an opportunity to deliver. And so you got to, like you're saying, I think, I think we got to believe that those guys aren't going to do what they did today. Most times they're going to be who we think that they're going to be. And the fact that they had all of those opportunities is encouraging. So I think that's a great thing. Okay. Uh, and two, God, I love Kansas city. Continue to boo 
Correa, continue to boo everybody on that Houston team. Hey, if, if Cano comes back, let's boo him too. Sure. Hey. Not thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't think it works. I don't think you're getting in Carlos Correa's head, but hey, man, I- anything that allows fans to have fun, I'm, I'm pro fun. You want to do the wave, you do the wave. You want to call somebody on the opposing team a bum, do that. You want to boo Robinson Cano and Carlos Correa and the rest, do that. Yeah, I'm in favor of that. Now, you know, as far as your point of, yeah, I'm I'm glad they had the opportunity. You're reaching a little bit on that, in my opinion. You're reaching for some positivity on that. I mean, the guys are hitting one, two, uh, and four. That's why they're hitting one, two, and four is because you assume they're going to get the most opportunities. But got to come through. Bobby, MJ, and Vinny Pasquantino had opportunities with runners in scoring position, and they went a combined uh, over. Bobby in the third, Vinny in the fourth, MJ in the fifth. And on the flip side, uh, the three-hitter, for the Minnesota Twins, scored where it turned out to be the game-winning run. He was plated by their cleanup hitter. It's a lot like Matt Cotrero said moments ago. They got the big hit. We didn't. Royals 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. Let's go to Jay in Prairie Village. Jay, you're next up on 610 Sports Radio. It's the Royals drop opening day by a final score of 2 nothing. Thanks, Josh. Hey, I have three extremely important points. First of all, Reyes. He was stretching more for those pitches more than my 1990s uh, stretch Armstrong doll, first of all. Wow. Do you see him being a DH for uh, our long term? Second of all, our outfield, Olivares, big fan. I hope he stays, but Drew Waters coming back. How do you see that uh, painting out with the outfield? And last, where is Low Places by Garth Brooks? We need a song. That was our song. Where did it go? Thank Mm. you. Well, I think Low Places by Garth Brooks got the boot in 2014 or 2015. I remember we uh, Royals did, they let the fans vote. Remember that? What was that, 14 or 15, and you guys voted for uh, Don't Stop Believin' uh, by Journey. So, yeah, Garth Brooks has been, uh, at least at Kauffman Stadium, kicked to the curb for about a decade now, right? Am I wrong? Let me know. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. That's also the text line number. 913-586-7610. Drew Waters. Um, uh, is back, in my opinion, at least by June 1st. You, you heard J.J. Piccolo talking about this uh, earlier today with, with Cody and Gold. Uh, could return in the middle of May, but I don't think they're going to rush it. When you have uh, a young talent like Drew Waters and you have an injury like the Oblique, uh, there's just no reason to rush that. We, we, we've seen plenty of early season oblique injuries wipe out a guy's entire year. So take your time, Drew Waters. Uh, You have a spot waiting for you. Yeah, Drew Waters, to me, uh, when healthy, plays every single day. Now, whether that's center field or left field, he's out there every day. In my opinion, it's going to work. Kyle Isbell every day is your center fielder. MJ Melendez every day is your right fielder. And Drew Waters every day is your left fielder 
And, and on days where MJ Melendez is the catcher, okay, maybe we see Edward Olivares out there and right. But yeah, Drew Waters plays every single day so long as he's healthy. And then uh, Franmil Reyes, yeah, it was a rough go for the big fella. 0 for 4 with three punch outs. Do I see him being the Royals' designated hitter long term? No. And that's not a knock on Franmil Reyes. That's me hoping that Nick Prado has a tremendous start to the AAA season, forces this organization's hand. He comes up, faces every right-handed pitcher, plays first base, and Vinny Pasquantino against righties is your designated hitter. Now, whether that's this year or next year, um, to answer your question, no. I, I don't see Franmil as the long-term designated hitter, and I hope I'm wrong. The, the guy is an absolute uh, gem inside the clubhouse, and we all know about the prodigious power that the big right-hander brings. Thanks for the phone call. Phone lines are open for you. 913-586-7610. Royals lose 2 to nothing. We'll next see them coming up on Saturday afternoon, 310 for the first pitch as Jordan Lyle squares off with Sonny Gray. Uh, I was going to do this earlier. A a few quick shout-outs defensively as I give you the rest of my uh, game notes. Every every game I'm always just jotting down little things that that stand out to me. Um, I talked about MJ and the nerves. No, a few nice defensive plays. I thought Kyle Isbell got a great jump on that smash from Carlos Correa in the seventh inning. Uh, Michael Massey showing some nice range, a nice sliding pick. In the fifth, and even Hunter Dozier, a nice firm throw to second to start a big 5-4-3 double play to eliminate the leadoff hitter in the second inning. So Dozier, Massey, and Isbell getting it done defensively. Isbell getting it done offensively. And then on the mound, it's Granke and Jose Quas, I would think, are the two standouts. Quas uh, striking out the side. Again, text line 913-586-7610. Guys, you keep calling, I'll keep taking your phone calls. I could talk Royals baseball all the way until 9 o'clock. I think Dusty Likens is coming up next, but I also saw Dusty Likens uh, putting in some work at the beer line. So I don't know if Dusty's going to be in the right spot for after hours. So it might be Big Vern with you until uh, 9 o'clock. All right, let's go to uh, Jim, who's leaving the stadium. Jim, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead, man. Hey, man, I love I love the Royals. I love the Chiefs. I'm a Kansas City guy through and through. Um, the game was, you know, there was not much to the game, but it's early, so we got much to got a lot to do here. My question is: is I'm a father of a six and eight year old, and what are we going to do about the Bally Sports contract and not? letting them be able to see the games. I mean, that's what I grew up on, and I'm really disappointed in that. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, Jim. Um, I will answer your question, but I, I do want this to be known. Uh, now, it's gonna, I'm going to sound like a jerk if I say it. But the whole TV thing and the whole uh, new stadium, and I, I don't want this postgame show to always be uh, – some sort of a referendum on whether or not it's a good idea to get a new stadium or what's going on with Bally's man. As long as they keep playing the games on 610 Sports Radio, that's all I'm really concerned about. Uh, look, it, yeah, it's unfortunate that a lot of you uh, either can't or, or are unable right now to uh, watch Royals baseball. I have a feeling if they were uh, 
fresh off a world title, you uh, do a little bit more to, to, to get Bally's in your home. Uh, but I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. Uh, yeah, I mean, John Sherman talked about it earlier today on Fesco in the Morning. I would encourage you to download that interview. Just uh, go to our app, the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You'll find Fesco in the Morning. They had the owner and CEO, John Sherman, on earlier today. Um and yeah, it would just all, you know, MLB productions would ultimately pump it out if something goes haywire with Bally's. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't want to tell anybody how to spend your money, but if you really want to watch the Royals and you're, you know, unless you're in a blackout market, I don't really understand how all that works. But if you really want to watch the Royals, hey, you just might have to pay for another uh, streaming service or pay for cable. I don't know what to tell you. Or or just listen on 610 Sports Radio. And if you're in the 610 Sports Radio listening area, you can listen to Royals games on your phone using the aforementioned Odyssey app. Uh, so, Jim, I, I know I don't didn't really answer your question. It's just, you know, the, the TV stuff, the new stadium stuff. Man, I, I want to talk ball. I want to talk baseball. I want to talk about this team, this game, this season, the new rules. Get your thoughts on that. 913-586-7610. Let's go to Cindy, who's leaving the stadium. Cindy, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Nope. Excuse me. That's Billy. I apologize. Billy, go ahead. Hey, Vern. What's up, man? Game day experience today. Yeah. Some some great things and some some things that were a little off. Uh, It's opening day, baby. What can you say? I mean, who can be negative on a on a 65, 70-degree day out at Kauffman Stadium? We're normally out there with five layers of clothes, clothes on with the wind blowing and can barely need an hour fifth cup of hot cocoa. Uh, it was a beautiful day at the stadium. Uh, I missed the B-2 bomber. What, what happened there? Oh, I must have missed it as well. It didn't, it didn't happen. I, I was shocked. I've, I've been 30 years at, at opening day, and there was no B-2 bomber. I, I couldn't believe it. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know and, what? I didn't then, even think uh, of that. Yeah, yeah there's no, no no flyover. It was right. crazy. Uh, right. And then, uh, you know, I thought the crowd energy was, was so low. And, you know, I know it was sold out, but it seemed like maybe it was only about 65 70% full. Lots of empty seats. The energy was down. It was kind of a weird crowd. Um, but – I thought the boys would play a little tight, but man, it was fun to be out there. Greinke was dealing to see this guy at his age still doing his thing, Amazing. man. Yeah. We, could, we should talk about Greinke for a minute. I'll get off and just listen. He he dealt today, and Jose Quas on the other end was just dealing. So thanks for the time, Vern. No, thank you, Billy. I appreciate it. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, uh, Zach Greinke. Look, uh, he's he's a future Hall of Famer. How many of them have we seen come through these parts? And you know, after that twenty-one pitch first inning. Uh, man, really locked it in. MJ Melendez boots one to kick things off in the second inning, but Granke then retires the next nine batters that he faces. Look, you're not going to hear me uh, second guess or criticize Zach Granke uh, much, if at all, this season. Because if I'm being honest with you, I had absolutely zero expectations for him last year. 
that, that, that might be a, a tad hyperbolic. I thought the decline would be obvious last season. And it wasn't. He was, okay, the, yeah, the, the innings are down. I think he threw uh, like 135 last year. But a sub four ERA gave you, you know, gave you five innings and a chance to win every time he took the ball. He did it again today. He did that 20 some odd times last season. I did not think the then 38 year old had that ability. And now the 39 year old. I mean, my expectation every time he takes the ball is five innings and a chance to win. That is at the, at the age of 39. Five innings and a chance to win every time you take the ball every fifth day. Being able to answer the bell every fifth day at his age. Yeah, there's there's just no reason, or excuse me, uh, uh, it's obvious uh, why this guy is is one of the game's greats. His, his ability to adjust, his uh, ability to evolve, always learn, and the way that he cusses at himself out there. I always enjoy that. Yeah, Granky's a marvel. And uh, if you weren't out there today, just make sure you carve out one afternoon or evening to come watch Zach Greinke at Kauffman Stadium one more time. I'm not saying that he's not going to come back next season, but you just you just never know. You want to enjoy one of the game's greats. He's right here in your backyard. Billy, thanks for the phone call. Let's let's stay with the crowd. Let's stay with some of these 38,000 that were in attendance today. Brian leaving the stadium. Brian, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, it's game one, so let's not overreact. But also, this is a chance to talk about, you know, the Chiefs and the Royals. You know, they're looking for new stadiums. And maybe this is the best chance to reevaluate whether we need to give them stadiums or not. Say that again? Kind of all slurred those last, like, seven words together. Yeah, let's talk about new stadiums and whether that's a good, good, a good investment or not. Well, go ahead. All right, Brian. Yeah, I don't really care to talk about the stadium. Oh, again, I, don't, I certainly don't want to do that after every single game. Build the stadium. Don't build the stadium. That's ridiculous. Uh, big T, ladies and gentlemen, Big T and Shawnee. Let's go, big fella. Hell yeah. Thanks, Vern, man. Good hearing your voice, buddy. Man, welcome back. Uh, and, Vern, I'm sorry your head got sunburned here in Kansas yeah, City right. and you got all through Arizona. But yeah, no, but I'm... keep up the great work. I'm glad you're back on it. Springtime is here. That means baseball. It means summertime. It means fun, beer, hot dogs, our boys in blue. Uh, first of all, I'd like to give a shout-out. Welcome aboard Jake Eisenberg. He brings a different voice to the booth. Uh, way to fantastic. go. I, I'm glad he's aboard. Yeah. Um, and also, Vern, during the also, I heard you talking about your X, Y, and Z. Now, I know Drew Waters is on the shelf, and, and it's kind of hard because he would have been my, one of my X, Y, and Zs. Uh, 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 Lynch, definitely, but he's on the shelf, too. So Brad Keller, Vern, I, I really think he's due for a big year. I, I, he pitched fantastic in spring. And you talked about that nasty hook that he has, that curveball, mm-hmm. that slider, our new pitching coach working with these pitchers. Great pitching today by Zach Greinke. Way to go, everybody, for giving Zach Greinke the shout-outs that he deserves. Jose Quas, you know, this game was only 2 to nothing. You're right, they were a little tight. I heard you talking about Samuel Reyes and, and some of these other hitters. I know a lot of them. We're kind of reaching today for uh, for some of those pitches, but that was a really good pitch 
pitcher out there, man. He had him guessing and had him off balance. Uh, they don't have nothing to be ashamed of. Keep up the good work. We'll be fine. Uh, we just got to hit that ball. And we always see it in spring training. My fear is, you heard uh, Ned Joe say, no, you know, you got to get the vibe. Well, let's just keep that vibe rolling. It's only one game. We'll be fine. The guys are going to be good this year. I'm glad they did the shout-out for the 73 team. Kirk, the dirty Kirk, the Vakwa. Uh, you know the names, Fitzmorris, Cookie Rojas, Brett White, Busby. Hell yeah, that's great. That just brings back so many memories. I love baseball, love 610, and I love YouTube, Vern. I'm glad you're back in town. And let's get them on Saturday. And as always, let's go Royals. Choo-choo! Choo-choo-choo! Again, my game notes brought to you by Jay's Southland Tow Service. Royals drop opening day by a final score of two to nothing. The two hits today from your boys in blue the fewest on opening day in franchise history phone lines are open 913-586-7610 that's the number 913-586-7610 and we get right back to your thoughts we'll hear from zach granke as well after this firm's post game show on your home for royals baseball 610 sports radio and the odyssey app hey mel bry here Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget just as soon as. Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show. Here's Royals insider Josh Vernier. A final score, 2-0. Twins come out on top. Royals will look for win number one coming up on Saturday. Jordan Lyles making his Royals debut, squaring off with fellow right-hander Sonny Gray. It's a 3-10 first pitch this Saturday. I'll be on the air with the On Deck Show beginning at 2 o'clock. Again, phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. I want to hear about the day. Now, whether you were inside Kauffman Stadium or inside your car or inside your office, your living room, I want to know what you think of the team, what you thought of Kauffman Stadium, what do you think of the new rules, the powder blues, the new food. I even heard there were some upgrades to the bathrooms around Kauffman Stadium. Did you guys notice that as well? How about the beer sales going until the eighth inning? Yeah, I know the Royals went 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position and had only two hits. 
But opening day is is about more than just a win or a loss. Now, Saturday and Sunday, (laughs) give me some wins. Give me a win. Got to have a win. All right, let's not start. Let's, let's, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. 913 586 7610. Let's go to Joe in Lee Summit. Joe, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Vern. Yeah, so I've been just listening to some of the callers calling about the energy, and I think I kind of know what's going on. It's because the speaker system is not loud enough. I mean, me and my uncle. We're there, we're trying to listen to it, and we're like, wow, it's just not as loud as it used to be. There's no charge, there's none of that accoutrement that you get in between batters usually, and you're not as geared into the type of fun um, sounds that you get usually. So I'll listen off the air, but that's what we think. The speaker system needs to be louder. Interesting. Okay, Joe, Uh, I'll take your word on that. I I wonder, eh, that's just me thinking out loud, I I wonder if... Hey, we only got 30 seconds in between batters now. Well, maybe between innings, of, uh, yeah, make, make a little bit more noise. Uh, but with the walk-up song, I don't know if you have time for anything else. You got 30 seconds before the next pitch is going to be thrown, even after that ground ball out or fly ball out. It's boom, let's go. How long did this game last today? Two hours and 32 minutes? Yeah. I wonder if if you were one of the 38,351, the first sellout at the K since August of 2018, uh, when you weren't staring at the clock and kind of uh, drinking in the newness of it all, if you weren't staring at it, did you even notice it? Because honestly, it didn't feel like a two and a half hour game. There were still moments in which it felt like it was dragging. That was just because seeing a few too many walks there out of the Royals relievers, a few too many punch-outs from the Royals hitters. I can excuse it today. Could maybe even uh, understand a few of these young, almost rookies having it continue for a few more games. You know, I'd like to see Garrett bounce back and Coleman uh, avoid the walks the next time we see him. But opening day, I can let it slide. I can let certain certain things that I saw today that I go, man, I remember that happening a lot last year too and the year before that. I can let those things slide today. Now, you catch me Sunday after game three of the series, maybe I'm singing a different tune. Maybe. Thanks for the phone call. 913 586 Seven six ten. Let's head inside that Royals clubhouse here from future Hall of Famer and today's starting pitcher Zach Granke. Five and a third innings, two runs on six hits. He punched out four. He walked only one. Uh, one of the runs that came in to score came around to score with Amir Garrett on the dish in the sixth inning. A leadoff triple from Byron Buxton put the Twins in business. Trevor Larnack then hits an RBI single to uh, right center field, making it 1-0 Minnesota. Granke gets Jose Miranda to fly out to right field, and then his day is done. So he leaves with one out and a man on first. That man would come around to score as Amir Garrett would walk the first batter that he faces, 
give up an RBI single to Donovan Solano, give up another single to Christian Vasquez before punching out Michael A. Taylor and getting Max Kepler to fly out to end the frame. So two runs are charged to Zach Granke. Let's hear what the 39-year-old has to say in this audio courtesy of Bally Sports Kansas City. Uh, it was all right. Um, weird weather conditions and then first game. But, uh, made a lot of good pitches. They they put some pretty good at-bats, got out of a jam or two. And uh, overall, just like a solid mix of everything happening. Was it wind when you talked? Was that what was so weird about the weather? Uh, yeah, it was wind, but then I couldn't really figure out which way the wind was blowing. And then... Uh, that, that was kind of it. Zach, um, with Sally being named captain before the game, I just wondered what you thought about that and uh, what that meeting was like. No, it was great. I was one of. I mean, there's like, I mean, there's a lot of things you'll remember when you're done playing. But I thought that was like special enough that I think I'll remember that 20 years from now. It was it was a really neat uh, thing that happened. For the beginning of the season, you felt pretty strong out there? Yeah, I felt good. Um, maybe just uh, one too many curves, the last batter, and then uh, Buxton hit a ball solid, but uh, we were just kind of in the right spot a little bit, or else it could have been a single or, or an out, and then just in the right spot. So it turned into a triple with how fast he was, and uh, it's a tough situation, guy getting a leadoff triple. Yeah, uh, fastball center cut to Byron Buxton, but Granke, as he normally is, is right. Uh, Kyle Isbell, fine jump, tremendous effort, missed it by a step, or else, yeah, yeah, like like Granke said, it's knocked down by Isbell and uh, holds Buxton to a single, or it's caught by Isbell and it's out number one to start the sixth inning. So, yeah, he's right. He left a curveball up to Larnack that led to that first run. Uh, but Granke takes the L. He does pick up, as I mentioned, four strikeouts. Now 114 punchies away from becoming the 20th member of the 3,000 strikeout club. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. 913-586-7610. Let's go to Adam in Kansas City. Adam, you're next up on the postgame show. as the Royals fall 2 nothing. Hey, Josh. Hey. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I out of the game today. It's a good time. I really enjoyed the the new pace of play. Like two hours and thirty minutes. It's great to be out out of the stadium. Parking lot was a little crowded, but not too bad. One thing I want to get your take on. Not really part of the game, but a little surprising. Let Richard Lovelady cut off the roster. Atlanta Braves, a real title contender. They managed to find a spot for him, but we couldn't manage to find a spot for him. Wonder what your take was on that. So, listen offline. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. Um, I, I, I'm, uh, has Lovelady? I guess I should ask you this before you um, hung up. Is Lovelady on the Atlanta Braves roster? Like on their twenty-six man? Because uh, if so, that's a, that's a fair point. Now, now, uh, JJ Picola was asked this very question by uh, Cody Tapp and Alex Gold earlier today. I invite everyone to download the Odyssey app. Uh, You'll find John Sherman and Matt Cotraro's interview with Fesco in the morning. Uh, Amir Garrett was on with the drive yesterday, and then earlier today, Royals 
general manager J.J. Piccolo, all of those at 610sports.com or by downloading the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. And heads up, Royals fans, if you live in the Kansas City area, download that app and you can listen to Royals games on your phone. It's tremendous. Um, But J.J. was asked that question and he pointed out just how many lefties they have uh, in their bullpen. My eyes tell me that uh, what Richard Lovelady does is very similar to what Josh Taylor does. Josh Taylor, the lefty that the Royals acquired for Adalberto Mondesi from the Boston Red Sox. Um, Royals needed to make an, uh, needed to open up a spot on their 40-man roster. Uh, they do so by trading Richard Lovelady. Uh, I also saw Lovelady, it didn't appear to me, as if he handled the uh, demotion to Omaha all that well. I don't know if you guys saw it uh, you know, at the end of spring training. But he sent out what appeared to be a very whiny tweet, a very uh, petulant tweet. I can't imagine you're going to trade a guy just off of one tweet, but when it's you know, uh, more of the same, when it's not always um, the best attitude being showcased by someone that has yet to really find footing in the big leagues. I'm not going to let you just be a headache, let you whine your way down to Omaha, um, spoil that clubhouse down in AAA, not going to allow that. So I'm I'm a fan of the move. Uh, cash considerations coming back. I'm, in fa- I'm a fan of the Royals. Uh, that sounds weird to say, but yeah, sure. Give them some more money. Uh, thanks for the phone call. 913-586-586. 7610. Let's go to Mike, who's leaving the stadium. Mike, you're next up on 610 Sports Radio. Go ahead. couple game experiences for you. Um, agree with the callers that said low energy. I remember there was a time I think the bases were loaded. was waiting for the scoreboard to say get loud because it was so not loud. And it yeah, but Kansas City's bit. better than that, Mike. Kansas City's. We, we don't need the scoreboard to tell us to get so you loud. You shouldn't. Uh, the other one thought that they pulled the wool over our eyes a little bit saying there was some discounts for opening day but in reality it was a 12 ounce miller light for five bucks at only two concession stands tasty and then the third one uh caller said busy traffic 310 start i never stayed at the last pitch to beat traffic it's a four-hour drive home we were on i-70 at 606 so that was a plus nice but uh you could probably attribute that to two hits and then finally i was called originally to ask are we phasing out Nicky Lopez with putting Dozier at third and kicking him out of the starting lineup? Thanks. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, no, I don't think you're phasing out Nicky Lopez. I think he'll be phased in if Dozier continues to go 0 for 3 with a pair of punch outs. Uh, you know, Dozier's contract uh, and power upside, of course. Uh, look. That's why Dozier gets the edge. But no, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Nicky steal a few starts at third. Uh, a few there at second base. I, I hope Nicky Lopez embraces this role. Uh, he can have a long career if he embraces this role because the dude is a, a dynamo defensively. Lord knows I, I I was not sold on Nicky Lopez being this team's everyday shortstop, and then he went out and played gold glove defense at shortstop. 
I didn't know if he had a strong enough arm, and he made every single throw that entire season. Uh, so I'm not going to second-guess Nicky Lopez defensively. I'm going to be grateful that he's on this team. So you are covered at second, at short, at third. I mean, honestly, all three of the Massey at second, uh, Bobby at short, and Dozier at third, you, you can make a case that Nicky is a defensive upgrade over all three of them. So I like having him on the bench. I mean, it's the position that I've wanted this organization to give to Adalberto Mondesi for the past few seasons. Bro, we're not penciling you into the starting lineup. You are our bench infielder, our utility infielder. Mondesi now on the 60-day DL as a member of the Boston Red Sox. If Nicky can embrace that, I think Nicky could stay here for uh, quite a while. If he doesn't embrace it, I don't think he's a Royal next year. So it's a big year of uh, being a professional, in my opinion, for Nikki. Stick with it. Take advantage of your opportunities, and you never know where you could end up. Could be the starting third baseman before it's all said and done. Thanks for the phone call. Let's go to Double J. You're next up on the postgame show as the Royals drop opening day by a final score of 2-0. Double J, nice to hear from you again, buddy. Hey, Vern. Always great to hear from you. Uh, tough loss today, you know. I'm not going like, I mean, it's the first game. I'm, I mean, you can't take any away from it. I mean, I mean, Grinky had a good day today. He pitched a great game, went five and a half innings strong, and uh, uh, just just a great game, though. Great atmosphere. Uh, I mean, yeah, we lost. On, I mean, it's always a bummer when you lose. But uh, I mean, you gotta admit, though. I mean, it was some of these guys' first home opener, like he said first opening day and probably one of the biggest crowds they've ever played in too so i mean i i've and i love the powder blue jerseys they're awesome they're sweet i actually got one uh yesterday so got mj menendez jersey nice because i'm a big fan of his uh and uh I, i'm a big fan of all these guys i mean michael massey i mean I mean, we had opportunities to do something. Unfortunately, we just couldn't get any runs across today. I think we'll be fine, like uh, Big T said to you, and let's go get a game Saturday and, heck, have a chance to run the series on Sunday. Uh, There you go. go There you go, Double J. uh, Appreciate it. it. It's going to be an exciting season. Appreciate it, Vern, and uh, all this and all fair. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I – I appreciate the phone call, Double J. There's just this. Why do I feel the need to just correct little things? It's unnecessary. Zach Granke is a future Hall of Famer. Hopefully becomes the 20th pitcher in the history of this beautiful game to punch out 3,000 batters. And yet, I still feel the need to go, hey, let's uh, not get too uh, fast and loose with the Uh, term great Zach Greinke in 2009 uh, put together some great starts five and a third innings of two-run baseball Uh, that to me is the nightly expectation for Zach Greinke that's what you're paying him for five innings and a chance to win that's what he gave you Uh, but great great is what Brady Singer did against the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Rays and the White Sox last season those were great outings now it was a great turnout i'm with you on that double j 
It was great to see this place packed. And I know a previous caller was saying, ah, you saw a few pockets up there in the upper deck with empty seats. Yeah, we'll just take a gander uh, towards the outfield. Uh, standing room was, was packed. And that concert before the game, what is it, the Brothers Osborne? That was jumping. Look, I understand, as some of you have pointed out, the energy was a little different today, despite the first sellout since August of 2018. I acknowledge that. But again, I think that wait-and-see energy has been prevalent among this fan base all offseason because Kansas City now holds itself to a higher standard, views itself as a city of champions, deservedly so. You've seen a championship baseball team, football team, uh, soccer squad, college basketball team, college football team. Shout out K-State. Yeah, you've seen championship squads. And now anything that falls short of nightly competition or a truly competitive ball club, football team, basketball team, whatever it is, These squads now need to earn your dollar, and I love it because that is not what this city was when I first arrived 10, 15 years ago. I love seeing it. Do you feel the same? Do you see that as well? 913-586-7610. We go to Joe and Shawnee. You're next up on 610 Sports Radio. You're home for Royals baseball. Go ahead. Hey, guys, I love what you guys do. It's exciting to get back out to Royal Stadium, watch the opening day. It was my first opening day game. It was awesome to see the powder blues. I thought those looked fantastic. Um, I'm old enough now to remember when we were real good back in 2014, 15. We had a good group of core young guys. With the disparity in payroll in today's game, do you think – it seems like we kind of have young guys that we can build around. Do you think we can build around them similar to how we did with Haas, Moustakis, Kane? Uh, it's it's kind of – it feels like it, you want it to be there, but it doesn't feel like we're quite there. What do you guys think we need to add or do to kind of get over the hump to get back to where we were to have a chance as a small market team? Look yeah. forward to listening to what you guys have to say. Yeah, I don't know what the rest of the guys are going to say, Joe, but I appreciate the phone call. My opinion is – uh, yeah, they can do it the same way. They they can do it by sticking with Bobby and MJ and Salvi and Massey and you know. Uh, but I don't I don't think that they will. Not not saying that I don't think that they'll win. I I, I don't think that they're going to do it the same way that they did last time. And, and to be honest with you, you can't do it the same way because. Well, in my opinion, the the Royals were at the forefront of the, I don't know if it's a bullpen revolution, but it's building your pitching staff from the ninth inning backward. Yeah, I I remember, yeah, the the, the, uh, 90 Cincinnati Reds, sure. Yeah, Neckersley, yeah, I understand there's been great closers before, but I'm talking about uh, Royals lead one to nothing in the second inning, and that opposite or that opposing dugout is panicking because they realize that we got about three, four more innings to take the lead, or else this game is over. Because the moment that bullpen door opens, it's a wrap. Uh, bullpen arms are no longer the market inefficiency that maybe they were back in 2014, 2013. Uh, everyone understands 
shortening the game. Now, uh, you, you started your question by acknowledging the financial disparity in the game. I think I saw yesterday 14 of the 30 teams in Major League Baseball have an opening day payroll north of $200 million. Almost half the league is spending more than $200 million. Is that right? But that's no excuse. It's Tampa's not spending $200 million. Cleveland hasn't been spending $200 million. And those are the two franchises that this organization is trying to uh, pluck the things that they like from. Not, not, that, not that the Royals are trying to be a carbon copy of Cleveland nor Tampa, but they are trying to uh, utilize the same uh, edges, uh, find the same uh, points in the margins uh, that, that give the Royals a, a slight edge. And they're not spending a lot of money. What it's going to take is being more transactional. But you look at what Cleveland did. Right? How did Cleveland get that all-star keystone combination up the middle of Rosario and uh, Jimenez? Well, they traded Mr. Smile. They traded the face of their franchise. They traded Francisco Lindor before he became a free agent. The Tampa Bay Rays traded their Cy Young Award winner in Blake Snell. They they, they traded their face at the franchise years before that in Evan Longoria. So the the, the patience, yeah, you know, this front office is going to be patient, sure, with Bobby and MJ and Vinny and Massey, but, but I also don't think that they are going to ride it out to the end the way that they did with Haas and Moose and Kane and Gordo and that entire group, or you're our core and you're going to be the core until you're a free agent or until we can't sign you anymore. No, the guys that you love, Bobby, MJ, Vinny, Brady, Barlow, Salvi, Massey, a couple of them are likely to get traded before they hit free agency. Yeah, it's likely to be a, I don't want to say a, a new day, but the Royals are going to conduct themselves more like a small market team in 2023. That's my opinion. Thanks for the phone call. Let's go to Carl, who's leaving the stadium following opening day. A 2 nothing loss at the hands of the Minnesota Twins. Carl, we'll see him again on Saturday, but what do you think today? Well, it was, a, it was a great game today. You know, it was, it was a good experience. Um, I took uh, my best friend and I took our dad's opening day for 25 years. Today, I took my son and my six-year-old wow. grandson for the, wow. his per- very first Major League Baseball game. Awesome. So, awesome. Uh, Hope you had great, great day. Like like the pitch clock, um, I, I think it's going to help the game. A yep. couple of strategic issues. I mean, I don't understand Oliveras up twice with runners in scoring position, and they leave the whole left side of the infield open. Bunt down the left side choke up and and just punch it out there what do you think george would have done if they'd have given that kind of well that's not <laughs> that, that opening yeah. on, on the left side with yeah, runners in fair. scoring position yeah george is you one know, of the 20 greatest players of all time let's not well act like okay. edward olivares should be george brett but but but, but you're going to tell me that a left-handed bag he can't choke up and he can't stroke it to the to the left side of the field with the short 
with the third baseman playing on the grass and shortstop and everybody else on the right side, geez. Yeah. You know, the, the other is in, in the ninth inning, Vinny gets on. We're only two runs down, and we don't pitch run for Vinny. What, I mean, what if a hit would have been a good position? We got the slowest guy on the team running. There's, yeah. you know, a couple strategy things I think could be could be helpful. But, but today's game, I don't understand. They weren't in a shift, obviously, but they were as close as they could be. But that whole left side was open. A bunt down to third baseline would have scored runs when the bases were loaded with one out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey way thought. to stay locked in. No doubt. No doubt, man. Great, great stuff, Carl. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, looking at uh, Olivares' day and, and what we're what we're talking about here, uh, Ali makes his second trip to the dish in the fifth inning with the man on second and one out. He's hit by the second pitch that he sees. Um, so we still got on base. Bobby then walked and MJ Melendez hit into that bizarre 3-2-4 and inning-ending double play. And then Ali came back to the plate to lead off the eighth. Uh, so so no no runner in scoring position. Yeah, the, the only plate appearance that he had with a runner in scoring position came in the fifth, and he was plunked. Uh, and then, yeah, Vinny in the ninth. Okay, that's fair. You wanted to see uh, Nicky Lopez or Nate Eaton come in there and pinch run for Vinny Pasquantino. Okay, that, that's, that's fair. You're entitled to your opinion. Now, he would have uh, just been the first run. So I, I don't know if you're uh, sending the pinch runner. Right? You, you need a two-run home run. You need a rally of some sort. Um, and with Franmil Reyes coming up, I don't, I don't, uh, I think I want to take my chances that the big fella can go bridge. Unfortunately, he grounds out to the right side, and then Michael Massey goes down swinging. And that is your ball game. Thanks for the phone call, Carl. Love talking X's and O's. And and not very often will I say you're wrong. I mean, you even though I can disagree, that's the beauty of baseball. I don't I don't have it all figured out. You Carl, you've probably watched just as much baseball as I have. So I appreciate the phone call, buddy. Let's go to Sharon who's leaving the stadium following a two nothing Royals loss. Sharon, go ahead. Hey there. Hey. just want to make a shout-out to the Royals and everyone involved. Just came from the game and had a wonderful time. Um, everybody seemed upbeat on the concourse. And that you are right, that live music was jumping. That really added to the whole scene there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Sharon, I appreciate the phone call. I, I think, you know, so, some that were uh, disappointed in the energy um, just maybe didn't realize just how many other attractions – uh, have been going on throughout the day here at Kauffman Stadium. Now you, you'd like for everyone to still have a little bit of juice left for the game, but but again, I, I point back to the prove it to me. Uh, the not 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 that we're sitting back in our seats with our arms crossed, um, but give me a reason to get excited. You got two hits, right? Can only make so much noise if we're not getting on base. If we have only one extra base hit. As we enter the ninth inning, I can understand the uh, hesitation to go buck wild from the 38,000 in attendance. And Sharon, yeah, you you talk about, I don't know if this is exactly what you were alluding to, uh, but the employees of Kauffman Stadium, it's it's crazy to, that's not crazy to say, um, but those are the people I miss most. In the offseason, I mean, I love everyone that, that, that calls this show and that I get to meet out at uh, Craft and Draft before games. Uh, 
but the men and women that work at Kauffman Stadium, I, I, I can't explain to you just how much uh, better they make the entire experience, at least the, the, the men and women that I come in contact uh, on a daily basis. Uh, they work their tails off, and I swear 99.9% of them smiling from the first pitch until the the last pitch they 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 do everything they can at least from from what i've experienced to make your afternoon or evening at kaufman stadium special so a quick shout out to everyone uh that that just completed game one of an 81 game march through this hot kansas city summer sharon thanks for the phone call Final score, Twins 2, Royals nothing. We get back to your thoughts, and we'll hear from Salvador Perez after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Opening day is in the books. Royals fall 2-0 to the Minnesota Twins. Shut out on opening day for the fifth time in franchise history. Last done in 2020. We'll see one of the newest Royals, Jordan Lyles, making his debut Saturday afternoon facing fellow right-hander Sonny Gray. A 3-10 first pitch. I'll have the on-deck show beginning at 2 o'clock. And yes, uh, back live from Craft and Draft. So if you're uh, coming to Game 2, or really any of the remaining 161 games or 80 games here at Kauffman Stadium, I should say, uh, you'll find me, Craft and Draft, one hour before first pitch each and every game day. 
All right, back to the phone lines, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. We go to Stephen out in Topeka. Oh, excuse me, Stefan. I apologize. Stefan in Topeka, do it. Hey, what's up, Vern? What's up, man? Uh, went out to the game with a couple of my buddies. Good time. Uh, I thought the stadium looked terrible, though. It's probably the worst I've ever seen it. The bathrooms that we were using were falling apart. Some of them were running continuously. Food was not good. The parking was ridiculous. The game day experience was amazing. It always is a Kauffman, but stadium started to show its age. Uh, I had to agree with that first caller that talked about uh, not not uh, subbing out Benny with the pinch runner. Um, we were screaming the same thing up at the stands, not allowing our, our good hitters to swing swing away at a 3-0 count, having them take those pitches right down the middle. You know, we're down two, two runs. You need to be a little bit more aggressive. Uh, great show, as always. Great game. Really enjoy my Royals. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, looking it over. Uh, well, when when Contraro put the red light up for Melendez, 3-0, bases juiced in the fifth, uh, there was no score. So quick correction there. Uh, may, maybe you're talking about Bobby in the eighth. Uh, 3-0 pitch. He ended up walking and then was quickly erased on an MJ Melendez uh, double play. And, uh, yeah, okay. Well, hey, I, I, I appreciate uh, hearing about the experience and your observations of the stadium. I wonder how that hits the ear of really anyone in that ownership group. Do they like hearing that or do they dislike hearing that? Because if fans are starting to notice that, I'm not going to say that the stadium's decaying because it's not, although it does apparently have cancer of the concrete. Learned that this offseason. Because honestly, I, I thought all the reasons why uh, the Royals need a new stadium, I thought most of those things were hidden from you. It's most of the the things in the bowel, you know, in the uh, bowels of of Kauffman Stadium and, and and the places where fans are normally not allowed to go. Th- those are where you know where I'm at right now. You know, other spots throughout this place where you're like, okay, you know, it's starting to show it's 55 or 50 years. Or have we already all accepted that the new stadium's coming and it's going to be pretty sweet? Anyway, I really don't want uh, this show to turn into a referendum on whether or not they should build a new stadium. But I I, I do want observations like that, Stephen. I just got to control myself and not turn it into a stadium conversation. Let's go to Nick in Overland Park. Nick, you're next up on the postgame show as the Royals drop opening day 2 nothing. Hey, Vern. Appreciate you taking my call. Um, the two-out walk, I think it was in the first or the second by Grinky. I, I, I'm sure he's thinking about it. I know that's not him. I thought that was kind of funny. Very out of character for him. Didn't really lead to anything. Uh, Long at-bat, too. Credit to Jose Miranda. Yeah. I think it was an eight-pitch at-bat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's thinking about that now, just the, the guy he is. Um, I have two questions. Uh, one, since we didn't take a third catcher, uh, how many games do we think Melendez is going to catch this year? Uh, we're putting a putting a big load on Salvi. And number two, I know we didn't have a lot of opportunity today, uh, but 
fields-wise with the new rules, do we think we're going to be running quite a bit more of the new management or not? Uh, I appreciate you taking my call. I'll listen off the air. Thank you very much. Thank you. I wouldn't say that I expect them to run more. Royals are normally top 10 in baseball when it comes to stolen bases. I would expect them to stay there. Honestly, I think the rest of Major League Baseball can just catch up somewhat with the bigger bases. You also have to keep in mind, uh, there's there's a third of the lineup, the Perez, Pasquantino, Franmil, Reyes, where that, that's a blockade on the base pass, right? Vinny Pasquantino's the speed demon of that trio. Uh, th- those are guys that you're kind of waiting to uh, have them clear the bases following that you know the massey dozier one two they 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 can run i don't i certainly wouldn't call them uh, speed demons or a guy that i or either one of them guys that i expect to rip more than double digit bags now isbel olivares wit melendez uh, you know i i think Bobby should steal 35-plus. I think MJ could give you 15-plus. Kyle Isbell, again, quick shout-out, Kyle Isbell on base twice. The only extra base hit of the day and also played a uh, pretty solid center field. A nice opening day for Kyle Isbell. That was nice to see, but I think he's a guy that could uh, steal 15, 20 bags. Nicky Lopez, Nate Eaton have the ability. Um, just got to get on the field first. Uh, so, so no, no, I, 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 I don't think the bigger bases are going to lead to um, the Royals putting even more separation between themselves and the rest of Major League Baseball as far as stolen bases are concerned. And as far as MJ, uh, how many times do I expect him to, to uh, line up behind the dish to fill out the other half of the battery? You're playing seven games, let's say, a week. Twice. But I'm I'm one, and I've never really made any bones about it. <laughs> and I know he, he MJ would never go for this because he, he still identifies as a catcher. Uh, but if it was up to me, I wave goodbye to MJ being a catcher. You're you're just an everyday right fielder. Give me thirty bombs. Give me 25-plus bombs this year, and then let's try to get a consistent 30 from you. I think MJ Melendez's big league trait is his bat. So I want to do everything I can to optimize that bat. And having him juggle corner outfield and then all that is required for a catcher, not to mention being a leadoff hitter, number two hitter, to me that's just a little bit too much Uh, For him, a little too much on his plate. As I say that, uh, MJ would disagree vehemently. It is not too much for me. He would let you know. His coaches in the front office, um, as they observe him and know a lot more about baseball than I do, they too would disagree and say this is not too much for him. So it's just my opinion. The player and his bosses all disagree. Um... But if it was up to me, Freddie Fermin or a free agent catcher uh, would be riding pine on this team and getting the occasional start. MJ Melendez would be your everyday right fielder. But to answer your question, I would say uh, twice every seven games, uh, maybe uh, 
five, six times a month. Now, Salvi said it a few days ago. These quicker games, again, today, two hours and 34 minutes, these quicker games are going to allow him to catch more. That's what he says. But we all know who Salvi is, what Salvi is about. He's about uh, playing hard. He's about winning. And the guy freaking loves baseball and deservedly so earlier today was named the fourth captain in franchise history joining uh, the goat george brett the legendary number 20 frank white and royals hall of famer and the last captain in royal blue number 29 mike sweeney so a great honor a deserved honor to salvador perez and i'm interested to see because uh, because the guy's already as great a leader as I've watched, at least in, 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 in my broadcasting career, he's as great a leader on the field and in the dugout as, as I've seen. Um, and when needed, uh, he is certainly not afraid to get in a teammate's face, to hold a clubhouse accountable, but I think that needs to ratchet up even more. I think he now has to... Um, no longer be just the lead-by-example guy and speak up when it's absolutely necessary. I think he needs to uh, help massage the nerves and the ego and the pressure that weighs on the, the Bobby and MJ and Vinny and Massey and the rest. I think that olive branch that is always present for Salvador Perez, I think it needs to extend even further. He's just one of the great catchers of his generation. He deserves that caps, uh, that, 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 that C on his chest. And I'm excited to see what it means to him moving forward. I know it. Well, you know, let, let's hear what he had to say. Here's Salvador Perez addressing the media uh, following today's 2 nothing loss. This audio courtesy of Bally Sports, Kansas City. It's an honor. It's an honor to be a captain on Kansas City Royal. Uh, it's a special for me. It's a special day. I know we lose. Well, it's a special day, you know. What I said in the media was when we talk about histories, you know, George Brett, Sweeney, and Frank White, you know, the way they, they play the game, the way they teach us how to play the game, how to have passion for the game, you know, it's, it's something that I want to follow, you know. I'm, I'm going to try to be one of these guys one day. Said that um, they told you or asked you in, in Texas. What, what was that conversation like? Were you surprised? They're skipping JJ. You know, bring me to his. Skip off in Texas, and they asked me if they want me to. You know, if it, hey, we think you should be the captain of the team, and, and you agree with that? And I said yes. Did any of your teammates say anything to you today about? It? Yeah, they all super excited. They all treat me like a captain before, but now it's different because they got they 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 see the seat. So, life kind of different. What was it like being around those legends? It's amazing, you know. Frank White, a lot of good glow. Joe Bray, Hall of Fame. You know, my swimming Kansas City Hall of Fame. So, it's amazing. I, I think every player in my in my league, at least we have the opportunity to try to make it to the Hall of Fame. If you don't think that way, I don't think you should be in this game. So, that's the way that I look at it. George and, and Frank gave the jersey to Sweeney when he was named captain, and then he was able to give it to you. Um, that kind of passing of the torch, what did you, what did you make of that? How, how special was that today? That's super special, you know, especially coming from my Sweeney. Uh, I know him for a long time, you know. She teached me a lot of things uh, on the field and outside the field, too. 
So it's was a special moment for me. It's the great number 13, Salvador Perez. Thanks to Annie Rogers of MLB.com for the questions. Let's go back to the phone lines following this 2-0 loss on opening day to the Minnesota Twins. Let's head back to Overland Park and talk with Connor. You're on the postgame show. Connor, nice to hear from you, man. Hey, Vern. What's up? How are you? Great. How are you? Hey, uh, good. Uh, good. It's a long time in the making uh, that Salvi should get to wear the C. Uh, he, 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 without a doubt, deserves it. And uh, let's go, Royals. I'll listen out the air. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah, nice, nice to hear from you, Connor. You have a nice uh, night as well. Uh, yeah, and 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 if you haven't seen the pictures or the video, check out the Royals' uh, social media pages. Uh, they always do a tremendous job, but just some great photos, uh, the video as well with uh, the, all all those legends in, in the room, right? <laughs> George, Frank, uh, Mike Sweeney, and even the way you hear Salvi talking, man, if you're not, uh, when you're in the minor leagues, if your goal isn't to be a Hall of Famer, what are you doing? How about that attitude? Keep in mind, yesterday, Vinny Pasquantino said, hey, if your mindset isn't we're making the playoffs, I don't know what you're doing here. And from a hitter's vantage point, I think the two biggest voices in this clubhouse, Vinny Pasquantino and Salvador Perez, Pretty terrific uh, places to be as far as a mindset is concerned. One guy talking about you better be focused on making it to Cooperstown. The other guy's talking about making it to October. And then you have an Amir Garrett keeping everyone uh, calm, uh, keeping a smile on their face in that clubhouse. You have someone in Matt Duffy that has seen and done just about everything in this game. He can be a uh, shoulder to cry on, an ear to bounce ideas off of. I think it's a strong clubhouse. I'm excited to see where it goes from here following this 2-0 defeat at the hands of the Minnesota Twins. Uh, All right, I've gotten word that Dusty Likens is back in the building. He is... uh, Wearing some 23-year-old kids' uh, jeans, uh, drinking water, trying to uh, eliminate the, I would imagine, nice little buzz he had going on out here at the Royals game. No? Not allowed to say that? All right, well, whatever. Uh, So, again, I'll be back coming up on Saturday. The on-deck show begins at 2 o'clock. First pitch is at 310. Jordan Lyle squaring off with Sonny Gray. A special thanks, just a great job by... Uh, Jed Marshall on the pregame show, Julio Sanchez on the postgame show. Nice having the both of you here. Check out the All Things Burn channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seventh strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming. Staples School. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.